This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Insights in Accounting. Insights in Accounting. Sponsored by World First. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. This is the Insights in Accounting podcast with me, Rob Brown, flying solo today. Martin Bissett normally joins us and picks out some gems from the news. We are going with a topic that has been prevalent for the last few months, which is the Great Resignation. And I've come across a piece by The Fast Company, which is a general business magazine online. And the title of the piece is, This is why so many accountants are burned out and quitting right now. It starts with a very controversial statement at the top. Our industry is set to burn people out, but over the last decade, it has gotten to its max peak before we even hit the pandemic. Now it's gone through the roof. I don't know who the author of this piece is. It's in, oh yeah, Stephanie Voza. This is a controversial piece. Now it's written for an American market, so extended tax seasons. There's a lot of things going on here, but let's just ask ourselves, is there a calibration going on? We've talked in previous episodes about a lack of allure with the accounting profession. It's not attracting enough of the right people in. People in accounting are looking at, accountants of practice, that is, are looking at uh, jobs in industry and in commerce, in fintech, moving away from practice. We've seen the recent scandal with Ernst & Young and the cheating that was exposed on some of their staff and students cheating, and this was sanctioned by Ernst & Young, on their exams, largely because of the pressures that they were under to pass exams and put in the hours. So there is definitely some kind of recalibration going on. So Stephanie Vozza says this, don't be surprised if your CPA suddenly quits after April 15th. This was written back a couple of months ago. While the great resignation is delivering higher than normal quit rates in many industries, counting is a field where turnover isn't unusual, but this may be the worst year yet. Before 2020, turnover was 15 to 20% for small firms. This is a quote from CEO of tax and advisory firm Paget Business Services and founder of the recruiting firm Accounting Fly. Our industry is set to burn people out, but over the last decade, this has got to its peak. The pandemic exacerbated an issue that was already there, filing deadlines. Then there was, in England, we've got furlough. In the US, they've got Paycheck Protection Program. When COVID hit in March 2020, it was in the middle of the tax season. So what I read here was really interesting. It said that while most unhappy accountants wait until the tax season is over to leave, this is changing too. There is an unwritten code, I didn't know this, that you don't recruit during busy season and a, also an unwritten code that you don't leave a public accounting firm during busy season. So in the UK, that would be private practice. In the UK, it's a public accounting firm because it's a red flag for your next firm if you leave your employer during busy season. But according to Reddit's accounting page, and I'll put the link to this piece from Fast Company in the show notes, you'll see people who are high-fiving each other for getting out of the profession and leaving accounting firms, even the big four, when they are in busy season. So traditionally, people have committed through tax season. And when they get that done, it's time for them to pick up and move on. So people don't resign January, February, March, April in the US tax season. But it leaves your peers in a lurch if you do resign because short term, there's some kind of stigma. You're leaving your colleagues 
in a time where the, there's maximum pressure on them. But the feeling now is that everyone gets over it pretty quickly because the need is so high right now, it wouldn't necessarily hurt your career long term. But burnout isn't the full story. They then cite an AICPA survey that looks at 40,000 firms in America every two years on the issue of finding qualified talent. And we see that this has been a top concern since 2015. In an interview with The Verge, Joe Schroeder, Associate Professor of Accounting at Indiana University's Kelly School of Business, says accountants' pay has been stagnant over the past 20 years. And Philip says this is responsible, partly responsible for the industry's high turnover. Philip, this is a source recorded earlier. So this is true. Well, I spoke to somebody in the legal profession recently, and in asking whether somebody that's smart would go into a legal career or an accounting career, apparently the legal starting fees for salaries are two to three times higher than accountants. Now, I don't know if that's true, but certainly you can get paid more for starting a legal career than you can for an accounting career. This article carries on. If you go into investment banking or medicine, the financial return on investment is worth the long hours, but it's not worth it in accounting. A junior accountant could be making 80,000 a year. A bank teller could be at 55,000 a year, but they're not on call working 70, 80 hours a week. So you've now got candidates who are rethinking their lives because the ROI isn't there for them. And the value proposition for the career path in public accounting has reached a point where it sucks. <laughs> this article is not holding back. Now, everybody I speak to, particularly in leadership roles, I say to them, is it a good time to be an accountant? And people are genuinely excited. There's lots of opportunities, lots of need for great accountants. Now, yep, we're in some kind of recession. Yes, COVID is still with us. The accountant as a trusted advisor of businesses in very complex times is more in demand than ever. But this article says accountant hasn't also replaced remote work on a large scale. They give an example. If you're in Tulsa, that's Oklahoma, and you're growing at 15% a year, you need to fill CPA positions at that clip. It's hard to fill them locally. When this pandemic is over, I don't know if firms will have learned their lesson and demand employers come back to the office. It's the conservative, slow to change nature of our profession. We've seen an explosion in outsourcing, offshoring, because you don't need to be in an office necessarily, because you can recruit people from anywhere then it is affecting the labor market. The accounting industry, I share my view with Martin Bissett that it's a profession, not an industry, but let's leave that. The accounting industry hasn't made a genuine commitment to work-life balance. If I walked into a room of managing partners at large firms and said, you should embrace responsible, unlimited PTO, I don't know what PTO means. Maybe one of our listeners can tell us. I'd get some serious nods, but no one would take that seriously. It's a business model that needs to change. And the article finishes with a couple of sections. One is where will they go? And second, what can employers do? So let's finish this off. Some of these accountants move into management accounting, focusing on the financials inside a business instead of handling the taxes. We might say in the UK, SEMA, Chartered Institute of Management Accountants, accountants in industry, accountants in the private sector, or even the public sector. There's always a rotation, this article says, of people through this going through the CPA track into industry accounting. This is from Russ Porter, CFO and Senior Vice President of the Institute of Management Accountants. He says, during the initial outbreak of the pandemic, there was a low movement out of public and into private company accounting. That lull is leading a lot of people to re-evaluate. We did a piece just recently on the evaporation of accountants in private practice going into commerce and industry and fintech. The article goes on, now that things are settling down with the pandemic, a lot of people are thinking it's time to look at what else might be out there. And many may leave the industry and are already doing so, especially in the last two years. Those who are leaving tend to get out of public accounting altogether. 
But there's a little bit of hope here. Porter, Ross Porter, believes the pendulum may swing back. As 2022 and 23 goes on, we're going to see more of those people coming back into the workforce. Some of them may go back to previous employees, employers. Would they have them back? Probably. But a lot of them will probably find new jobs or new careers that they've, been, that they've decided to embark on because they're reevaluating a lot in professional life too. The article finishes, hopefully with some hope, what can employers do? It says retention starts with money. If the ROI is broken for the career in accounting and other industries have this similar churn and burn approach, pay more. I don't think employers have a choice. KPMG said last week it's going to do a 160 million increase in salaries for its 35,000 employees. I don't know how much that represents per employee. They're not going to do that out of goodness of their heart. This article said they're doing that because they're arriving at the same conclusion. So accounting firms are going to have to spend more on salaries to keep people. The article goes on. All employees should get a pay rise and it should not be a knee-jerk reaction. For some industries, this is going to be the right answer because they structurally have a need for a higher compensation level. For others, it will be very short-lived. Other middle market firms have committed to 40-hour work weeks during busy season. That's less than half what many people are normally doing. And they're eating some profitability in return for having happy people. Turnover isn't perfect, but it's a lot better than the norm if you pay better rates. Another solution is to address the culture. Like all industries, our workforces are millennials, millennial couples, mums, dads who work and need to take care of sick kids, sick puppies, sick parents, emergencies at home. And if the culture at your firm is not letting you leave because you have to be on call, it's easier to walk away from that. More and more companies are offering remote work. West Coast and East Coast firms in higher priced markets are reaching out to firms in the Midwest. This is an American phenomenon, but I'm, I'm sure it's the same in the big cities here in the UK and other parts of the world where people cost less. And pitching them to take a Los Angeles-based salary working from home in your pajamas, that pitch has been relatively successful. So firms need to figure out what motivates their employees. It could be more flexible hours, the ability to work from home, better benefits packages that might not be as expensive for a company as straight-out compensation. We've done a lot in employer brand and what really motivates employees and rewarding them personally. It could also be that companies go back to their mission making sure that they're communicating their values and mission to their people and those non-financials can help the morale and dedication of a workforce where money is not really the driving factor. It's incumbent to know what your people need. And you do that by asking them, having conversations with them formally and informally. The last paragraph reads, people who go into accounting love the work and satisfaction of helping businesses run better. That is so true. Accountants are very diligent people. They care by and large, they want to make a difference. They don't just want to be about crunching the numbers. It's important work, the article finishes. This is the last sentence. It's, it's a proud work. That's why we call it a profession. It's not an accounting profession or industry that is broken. It is the career plan of public accounting. Goodness, it's a call to arms for the profession, isn't it? We interview a lot of leaders here, and they are proud of being in the game that they're in, being in the accounting profession. It's up to leaders in accounting firms to set the right culture. It's up to the profession as a whole and firms generally to set compensation standards, set culture, and build the profession up and really shout out and own the narrative and be declarative about the difference accountants make. It could be broken. There could be some problems. There could be a black hole of labor in the, the accounting profession coming up at us. There could be a lot of people leaking out of accounting. But also, there could be a lot of people staying and a lot of people coming in. I don't have all the answers. I'm just a commentator on the news, giving you a few takeaways. But it's fair that you in an accounting, bookkeeping, financial, whatever you're in, evaluate your options. Change is acceptable. Change at any time of the year is acceptable. Saying you want to change, you want to look at something else is acceptable. Nobody's judging that right now. So if your heart is not in this and you want to look at something else, now is the time. 
but also it's a great time to negotiate with your current employers and talk to them about what life is going to look like for you if you stay and you do hold the cards in so many ways so be brave be strong be courageous negotiate well make smart choices let's see where you end up and hopefully it's still in the game enjoy your day accounting influencers broadcast network presents insights in accounting with rob brown and martin Bissett, giving you the edge the latest news analysis and recommendations in the accounting and fintech world Sponsored by World First.